Hello. I know it's been a while, but we're back on here. It is the awesome and interesting Everyday People podcast. My guest today is going to be a guy who has wore many hats from being a baseball coach to saving lives as a firefighter and also playing a little banana ball as a rodeo clown. So sit back and enjoy the show. DJ, hit that intro music. And now I want to welcome my special guest, a dear friend of mine and a former coach of mine. And are you a starting pitcher for the Bananas? I'm a relief pitcher. Relief pitcher for the Savannah Bananas. You've probably seen him, the rodeo clown himself, Mr. Matt Wolf. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, good, good. Good to be here with you. Good good to be here talking with a good old Chattanooga boy. <laughs> yeah. I think when I uh, when I posted that you were coming on, I think the whole town of Chattanooga was, <laughs> was interested to hear it. <laughs> Well, you know, I always like to, to mention I, I coached and taught and chatty and I taught, I believe, seventh grade math there. And I had I had the whole seventh grade in one class. I believe it was 16 students. So, and all these big city people, they don't, they, they don't quite understand that <laughs> small town life and living. So they're always surprised to hear that. Yeah. I'll tell you, down here in Texas, when somebody asked me if I played football in high school, and I'd be like, no, my high school didn't have it. And they were like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's actually one of the reasons why I chose to come to Chetty's because I was a big baseball fan and, and they had two seasons of, uh, of baseball down there, fall mm-hmm. and spring, no football. So that's, that's one of the reasons why I came down there. Now you started off, you were a college basketball player out of Sulphur, right? At OCU? Um, uh, yeah, I graduated from high, uh, high school from Sulphur, Oklahoma, uh, and I played college baseball, baseball a few different, yeah, a few different places. Uh, I started out down in Gainesville, Texas in junior college and then went to Southeastern Oklahoma and Durant and then on over to East Central and Ada, closer to, closer to where my family's from there in Sulphur and, and all my family ended up going to East Central at some point, so I was bound to make it back home. So. Oh yeah. So you did. I thought you graduated from OCU, huh? Well. <laughs> no, my wife. My wife graduated from Oklahoma City University, and and after I was done coaching at Chatty, uh-huh. uh, I made my rounds here up in the metro area coaching high school baseball, and then and then and then volunteer assistant coach there at OCU one year. Oh wow! With the infielders. That's awesome. So let me ask you, what? How did you find out about the bananas? Well, um, I found out through the bananas through a buddy of mine. Uh, his name's Tyler Gillum, and uh, there's a little bit of confusion right now with the bananas organization because everybody's like, "Well, I thought this was a college team." Well, it, it used to be a college team until mm-hmm. uh, about two years ago. It was a college team, and, and my buddy, Tyler Gillum, is the one that coached it. And uh, they were going to turn this thing into a traveling 
circus, basically, <laughs> for lack of better words, and call it a professional baseball team, which we get paid a little bit to play. But he, he told me about a tryout, and through him, uh, I learned about the Bananas tryout. And my wife was actually the one that talked me into going and, and doing this thing because I'd have been out of the game for at least 10 years, so... I was a little out of shape. Didn't think that really I could pull this thing off. But without her encouragement, I wouldn't wouldn't be here playing for him today. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I remember, of course, I I watched the documentary on how the bananas got started and everything. And uh, y'all's ringleader, dude. He 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 was all in. Like he's talking about him and his wife slept on him air mattress in their house and stuff and i was like dang but yeah yeah he, uh yeah he definitely went all in on this idea you know and and it took a took a big risk and i guess mm-hmm. that's you know sometimes that's what we gotta do it looks like it's it looks like it's uh working out well for him so far so hopefully the future does just as well well anytime i see it, y'all are sold out everywhere <laughs> yeah, that's it's a good thing and a bad thing, you know, for yeah. family and friends. We played right here in Oklahoma City uh, not too long ago. You know, it was hard to get, you know, people tickets because we uh-huh. fortunately have been sold out for for every game this tour. So, yeah, great great thing for the organization for sure. Did y'all play in uh, y'all played in Tulsa too, didn't y'all? Yes, sir. We played Oklahoma City, Tulsa. Uh, Guess played a little bit Sugarland, Texas. Oh yeah, uh, in Arizona. So that'd be probably the closest ones to Oklahoma. Yeah, oh, Kansas City, Kansas City as well. Y'all playing some pretty historic places too. It looked like. Yeah, yeah. Our our home field there in Savannah is a real historic ballpark. It's been in several uh, several old baseball films, which is kind of neat. Uh, a lot of big time players have played there. At some point, you know, they've got banners outside on the wall, kind of showing the history, you know, Babe Ruth, a few few big names, Mickey Mantle, stuff, you know, some pretty big-time guys have played there. So it's pretty neat to get to play in a historic field like that and and also see all these other ballparks around the country. That's uh, that's what my dream was, is to be able to play on, on nice fields and, mm-hmm. and, and in front of a lot of fans. So I'm, I'm real blessed to be able to, to do it. Yeah, I remember. I remember back in high school. Of course, I mean, I know it always holds true, holds a special heart in your place. Because I remember when we got your first win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe Geronimo. Yeah, Geronimo. Yeah, <laughs> I remember yeah, that. If I'm not mistaken, we might have got two from him that day. I think we did, maybe. So, so yeah, I'd never heard of Geronimo either. Oh, yeah. Coming down there, you know, I'm not from that part of the state, so a lot of those smaller towns down in that area, I, you know, I, it's a kind of funny story. My my dad used to always joke about Godibo. I had no, I had no, uh, no uh-huh. idea that was an actual town. So that was pretty funny to find out it's an actual <laughs> town. Yeah, but, uh-huh. but yeah, I had a good time in Chatty. It's you know, good people down that way. I was awfully young coming out of college. That was my first head job, so I had a lot to learn. And, and I, you know, I, it will for sure always be in my heart. You know, Chattanooga, Oklahoma. Yeah, I remember. Was it you and Matlock were doing the insanity? Yes, that was the second year. So yeah, I had a good year. buddy, good buddy that took good care of me down there 
Dexter Matlock, which was he was the ag teacher back then. I think mm-hmm. he become the principal later on. But yeah, we would we would wake up every morning. I don't know I don't know why we did it. But woke up every <laughs> morning before school and do that insanity workout. If you remember what that is, it's it's, it's kind of old and outdated now. But uh, yeah, right there in the living room, we'd we'd get our work in and, and go to school and drag on through the day. It seemed like. Of course, that's when Madlock was still, like, huge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that dude, that dude's a worker now. Yeah, he's a better is. guy out there than, than him, in my opinion. I haven't met many many people quite like him. He's a, he's an awesome human being. I know Chatty had to be fortunate to have him so long on staff. And him and my next-door neighbor, Clinton, Clinton Slaughter. Oh, yeah. Uh, they took good care of me down there. Good, good guys. Uh, stand-up guys. The guys I try to be like. Yeah. <laughs> good guys and chatty, definitely. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing was, so me and me and Zach, you know, came. we came from Indiahoma. Of course, I think, I think you were, yeah, because remember, uh, me and Zach had to get a hardship. So we could play my first year in Chatty, uh, that first okay. full year. But see, Matlock, see Lauren, she, uh, we went to school with her at Indiahoma and everything. So we knew her uh, and everything. It showed with her and stuff. So it's just kind of funny to see it all come full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember Lauren being from Indiahoma. I think her mom taught school there. At- Mm-hmm. Right down the road from Indiana, I can't remember the name of that town right there, but outside a lot in Cash. Yeah, Cash. Cash, maybe. Yeah, Cash. So yeah, I spent a lot of time with them. They were kind of my only buddies my age that I knew down there. Them and, and Clinton Slaughter, which happened to be my next door neighbor. <laughs> uh, strange enough. So, so yeah, I look back at those times a lot and reflect. And man, it was a, it was a. It was something else down there. It was a it was a wild ride. Uh, had a lot to learn. Like I said, I was just a young kid then. So yeah. Uh, so let me ask you this: Did you come up with the rodeo clown theme, or how did how did the rodeo clown theme come about for you? Yeah, yeah. So my dad, my dad uh, was a rodeo clown back in college. So I uh-huh. grew up on a ranch and. He, he spooled me, never made me work like he had to, and, uh, you know, just let me play baseball. But uh, he was a rodeo clown, and I had a old set of his baggies uh, from way back when. Uh-huh. I'd always had put on for Halloween and stuff just back in high school, but I, I kept them all these years. And when I was going to go try out, I knew I would have to have something to kind of help me stand out. And I thought that would be a, a really yeah. cool thing and be unique. And fitting towards my personality and, <laughs> and kind of honor in a way to honor him and, and our family by, you know, putting on the old rodeo clown pants and being a rodeo clown. And not a whole lot of them knew what it was. I thought everybody knew what a rodeo clown was, but not everybody does. But, mm-hmm. you know, it worked out for me. It, was, it definitely gave me gave me a little bit of a uniqueness and a, something to make you look at, you know. So I think it definitely helped out. And I love, I love going around and. And playing in them and, you know, love the kids' reactions. And, and you know, like you said, I, you know, I looked out and not too long ago, got on a podcast with Flint. So that was, that was an un- unbelievable experience. Who'd, who'd have thought it? It would have led to all this. So pretty cool stuff. 
Shoot, I see you all the everywhere. What you threw out the first pitch at uh, OSU baseball game, and what else was it? I saw something else. Yeah, I got to throw got to throw a pitch out at OSU, so that was cool. My little sister went to OSU. I know a lot of a lot of guys down there in Chattanooga has gone to OSU too. Oh, yeah. uh, well, heck, we just talked about <laughs> Dexter and Lynn, and they both went to OSU, so. Yeah, pretty cool. That's where I always wanted to play. I just wasn't quite, quite good enough, probably, to get on it. The bigger D one school that you know, like that. But yeah, uh-huh. it was cool to to go up there and do that stuff. You should have went and played. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. What's what? What'd you say? I said you should have went and played basketball because, dude, you were a heck of a point guard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to play around too. Pretty much anything with a ball, I like to play. You know, football, <laughs> basketball. You know, if it's got, if it's round, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be compete. I want to do it. So, <laughs> I remember, uh, I remember you get out there with us during practice or something, and work with us and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I remember that. I'm Coach Brown. Yeah, yeah Coach Brown. Was good times. Which I, I had to coach. Coach a little basketball down there. I had to I had to do just a little bit of everything down in Chatty. You know, that's how that's how that, you know, small towns operate, you know. I did junior high baseball, high school baseball, junior high basketball. I think I did fifth and sixth basketball. I taught P. E. I taught health, <laughs> I taught math, I drove the bus, you name it, I did it. So Yeah. They put me to work down there. Yeah. Uh definitely for sure. And the thing is, around here, you know, these schools in Texas, I mean, there's some that they'll have the same coach, but, like, every sport is just one coach, you know. Like, that's the baseball coach, that's the basketball coach, that's the football coach, you know, stuff like that. And, yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's just how it is. But that's that's one of the you know that's one thing I like about small towns. You get a little bit closer to your teachers. You get a little bit closer to your coaches. Everybody mm-hmm. else in town as well, which is <laughs> a good thing and a bad thing at times. But yeah, you know I always loved the, the small town. I didn't grow up in a town quite as small as Chattanooga, but it was a smaller town. That's just kind of what I like. Yeah, it's I, I like it. Of course, you know it's. It's home and everything, and it's weird. Uh, when I go back and everything, I'm just like, I, I never thought I'd I'd move down to Texas, and here I am. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's 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 no place like home, is there? No, sir. Of course, that one time uh, we took a trip to Sulphur, and. We found the hidden gem and sulfur at Golden Chick in the men's bathroom. <laughs> there was a. <laughs> when, when was this? When was this? Because I know what you're talking about. When was this? You, you're talking about you and the family, or who 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 took a trip to sulfur? It was it was like me, Zach, and our friend, uh, my mom, and I think my grandparents. <laughs> and I saw yeah. it, and I was like, "Holy crap! There's Coach." <laughs> Yeah, what a what a place to put put all those pictures right? <laughs> in the gold chick bathroom. But yeah, that was our state championship baseball team uh, that we won. Funny, funny you mentioned that because I'm pretty excited because we're here in October. We're all going to get together back at the field. That's My awesome. old coaches and the whole team that won the state championship that year are get, getting back together. So 
should be a good time getting back with those guys. Yeah, it's a, it's it's crazy, you know, chatty and everything. You know, everyone thinks basketball, but I mean, our only state championship is in baseball. <laughs> yeah, chatty, chatty was before I came down there. It was it was back when I was in high school. Uh-huh. Uh, Chattanooga had some really really good baseball. A really good baseball program. I think Clinton was a part of that. I don't know if he won the state tournament. Maybe got beat out in the state tournament. They had some really good teams. I think a guy named Bass, Coach Bass, was down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a boy, and then and then later on there was some. So I can't remember the name. The coach that I replaced, I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Coach he Mack. A, he had a boy that went to Texas and was pretty good. The tall kid. Hey, uh, was up. it McElroy? What, what, what was that coach's name? I can't remember. Coach McElroy. McElroy. There you go. I don't have as bad as memories as I thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Cody's a Super Bowl champion now. Did he go, go on to play football? So, dude, he, so he left UT and came back to Cameron, and then finished at Cameron and got drafted. Then really? Went, yeah, and then he went to the Braves farm system and played single a and then he decided <laughs> that he was done with baseball so then it's a crazy story so then he goes to osu and walks on uh for basketball plays the season uh-huh. and then he uh tried to go be a ga at wichita state but he didn't he didn't like coaching so then he uh he was just going to get a job uh, in the oil field, like go to school for like soil, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Southeastern. Well, then he he saw they had a football field, and uh, he he asked the coach if they could use a body because he was done with all his electives and everything, and he had all this spare time. So the coach told him to come out, and uh, from then on, dude, he went. He played at Southeastern a year, and then he got went through the process, didn't get drafted, but signed with the Rams as a free agent. And then from then on, he got cut by the Rams. Dallas picked him up, which we actually got to go see him play in the preseason, which was pretty cool. And then he had a injury settlement because he hurt his hand that game. And, yeah, Tampa Bay picked him up. Uh, right before Jameis left, and he caught like an eighty-yard pass on TV from Jameis, and then of course TB came the next year, and yeah, <laughs> he's a Super Bowl champ. He retired this year, sadly, but yeah. Story. <laughs> that's pretty. Un- that's pretty right there, dude. It's man. That's a movie. <laughs> That is a movie. That's that's crazy. Where does he live at now? Does he live still in Oklahoma or is he elsewhere? Yeah, so uh, him and his buddy, which they started a fencing company, and he retired because he, he hurt his foot last year, and he had surgery on it. And I was excited to get to see him in the preseason this year, but then uh, mom told me he retired. Uh, he's engaged well, to that old gal from uh, that played softball at OSU. I forgot who. I mean at OU. I forgot who it was. One of those national championship players. 
I can't remember. Huh. Yeah. Wow. This <laughs> is crazy, huh? Yeah, that's a crazy story. That's a crazy. That's a crazy way to go about it. That's awesome. Good for him. Yeah. Now you played again. You played with some pretty, pretty big players. Uh, I know. I seen was it Johnny Damon, and yeah, there's. Yeah, there's been some pretty cool uh, people that I've got to be around through this banana ball experience. That's uh, awesome. They have, they've been definitely attracted uh, a lot of big name guys. Um, whether they're wanting to get in on the action or what, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, Johnny Damon, uh, uh, Hunter Pence, uh, Johnny Bench was our first base coach last year, which was was awesome. Another Oklahoma, Oklahoma boy. Um, An old banger. See who else. Jake Peavy, which was a side young one. Uh-huh. There's been there's been several several names. It's pretty big names. It's uh it's come through there. So yeah, it's been try to get an autograph every time a big name comes through there. That's awesome. Hang on the wall. So pretty cool stuff. That, that's awesome. I actually got to watch. I actually watched my first banana ball game on ESPN. Oh my gosh, dude! I I was like, I told my wife, I was like, I want to go now. This this is awesome. Yeah, you definitely need to try to make a game. I'll see what I can do next year if I can, if I'm even a part of this. Maybe I can get you some tickets and you come to the game. It's it's definitely something that's better in person. Not not that on on TV is bad, but mm-hmm. the real the real experience is going to it in person. And yeah, they've been on they've been on ESPN two a few times uh, this year. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to make that one because. I've got to make a living and support a family, uh, so you know I'm I'm part time with them. So I'm here at the fire department full time. I obviously need to do my job well here, so I can't devote too much time to banana ball. But when I can, I make it out there and play with them. I, I probably make half the games they play. So they don't. They're not like they don't get upset. Like they're not like, oh, you can't make all these games and you're cut or something like that. Oh, yeah. Well, if I, I mean, if I couldn't go part time with them, they just couldn't have me because, right. you know, with me, I got to put my family first. Oh, definitely. You know, and uh, we do get paid a little bit, but you know, by the time I fly my family, because I want my family to come with me, they're, you know, I work twenty four hour shifts at the fire department, mm-hmm. so, you know, I work a twenty four hour shift, and the next day I might fly out to wherever we're going, and. And then fly back in a few days later and go right back to a 24 hour shift. So if I didn't bring my family to some of these trips, I'd never see them. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I got to, I got to take care of them. And, you know, it, with me, uh, you know, I try to try to put God first and then my family and then, you know, everything else kind of follows what I try to do. I'm not always perfect at it, but that's what, what I, well, what I, how I like to keep my priorities. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so talk about that. How, how did you become, cause I saw where you do work, you work at, is it OKC fire department or? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, I got after, after coaching ball down there at Chatty for two years, I came to El Reno high school later on to Mustang. And then I decided to apply to the Oklahoma city fire department. Uh, I guess it was about six years ago now. And, I was fortunate enough to get on with no experience, and it was something I really thought I would like, just because it's kind of kind of like being on a team again, back mm-hmm. in the locker room. You know, you got your role, 
uh, you, got, you got a job to do. Uh, then you kind of all work work hard to accomplish it. So I thought I'd really like it, which I, I do. It's a it's an awesome awesome job. I love it. Uh, but yeah, I work about 10, 10, uh, 10 24 hour shifts a month. So about a third of the time I'm gone, uh, and the other two thirds of the time I'm, I'm here at home. And and when I can, when my days days off, you know, land on certain game days, I'll they, the bananas fly me out. If I need to take a few days off here and there to make one, I, I do that as well. But yeah, we stay we stay sure enough busy doing both. Uh, not gonna lie, it's been a little bit of a grind, but uh, but it's been good. We've this is, this has been a heck of a experience not only for me but my family and you know so it's been a it's been a blessing yeah definitely uh so let me ask you this what's your favorite ballpark you played in man it's it's tough to say <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of good ones uh, i think people really really uh, take for granted the the ballpark we have here in oklahoma city because uh, mm-hmm. compared to all these other minor league ballparks it's been one of the one of the nicest but you don't realize that because you know i grew up around this ballpark and always thought it was pretty nice but i I had no idea how nice it was compared to everything else but you know other than being home in oklahoma uh tampa bay was awesome because it was the yankees minor league park set up a lot like the yankee yankee stadium so that was really neat and on top of that we got to play some former mlb guys uh there so that was cool and um las vegas I, you know me me being just a small town oklahoma boy i don't <laughs> i have never got out of oklahoma much so uh-huh. all these places we go has been new to me so uh it's been cool to see all these different places but you know las vegas is one place i've never been and, and they had a really nice ballpark and a lot of stuff to do uh but yeah yeah <laughs> That's probably my two favorite, I guess, or three favorite right there. Did you uh, did you get to play in Durham? I saw it. Durham, yeah, I forgot all about Durham. Yeah, I love Durham. Durham Bulls. So, yeah. so I grew up watching, you know, all these baseball movies, and uh-huh. you know, Bull Durham was Bull Durham was one of them. So that was really cool that we got to. That wasn't the actual ballpark that uh, Bull, the Bull Durham movie was made in. It was the old ballpark, but I got to go visit that one while down there that's so yeah awesome. that was a really cool trip too that's awesome yeah uh of course the rookie he he played for you know through the minors and he's playing for the durham bulls was it the durham bulls see i can't remember but i remember the rookie uh yeah, yeah. that's a good movie yeah, that's, that's a, a good movie. movie that's kind of that's kind of how i compare not not compare myself to i was about to say is that similar, similar story as far as Trying out for, you know, obviously not the big leagues, but trying out for a professional, I guess, baseball team at a at a at an older age. He was, I believe, he was about the same age I was, thirty four or so, when he when he made it, thirty four or thirty six. So. Yeah. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. Uh, I'll tell you what was crazy that that time where I was on a TikTok and that ump the dancing ump was on there and I, I didn't know if he'd see it or not. And he saw it. He's like, he's like, wait, your coach was Matt Wolf. He's like, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Vincent, he's a, he's a one of a kind guy. That Yo, guy. Umpire. He's from, 
He's from Texarkana. Oh, really? Yeah, I've, I always think, you know, because he's a dancing umpire, I said they need to make a bob, bobblehead of him to, to <laughs> making his head move, make his booty move. Yeah. That would be pretty funny. I was watching it. He... He called a he called a strikeout. Yeah, as soon as he did, he started twerking. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, he likes to have a good time. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's it's really in the rules. Like, I I know they change like every time, but like the tiebreaker rules that that was interesting. Yeah, that's that's some of them that some of the rules that not. Not, some of the players don't even know me. Like I couldn't even recite them to you. I just kind of go with the flow, I, right? Because it doesn't happen too much. But when it does, it's like, what do we do here? You know, I, and I just kind of look at the guy, you know, the owner, because he's kind of the one that comes up with the rules. Uh-huh. You know, hopefully, he, he remembers all that. <laughs> stuff, all that stuff doesn't happen, you know, very often. But it's pretty cool. It's a different way to end the ball game. I mean, it's all this is all new stuff, new rules, of, you know. A way to try to make the game a little bit more interesting, a little bit more fast-paced, a little bit more fun for for everybody and the people that don't necessarily uh, like going to baseball games. Right. So, so, so yeah, yeah, it's 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 wild. It's wild to say the least. Of course, like nowadays, the MLB. Like I went, I went to a Rangers game for my birthday, and dude, we were done in three hours. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> No, just being honest, I'm, I've never been somebody that could, even though I love the game of baseball, I've never really been able to sit through an entire game. Oh, yeah. Unless I knew somebody or if it was playoffs. Yeah. Now, you know, I could, I could if I made myself and, or was wanting to learn a little bit or something, but just watching it for this enjoyment, you know, but my mind doesn't, it's, I kind of have that ADD mind. I can't sit very long. I got to be doing something, so. I'm right there with you. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, I think it's definitely making it a little bit more enjoyable for, for some people, you know, the, the purists are obviously uh, <laughs> groaning a little bit and I can understand why a little bit, you know, why they would be, but, right. but it's, it's not for everybody. I will tell you that it's not for everybody. So i tell you what's crazy. All these all these uh, rookies, dude, they're just killing it. Like, I can't wait till Jackson gets called up finally. Uh, you know, that old Oklahoma boy, he's he's killing it right now. And I think he's in double A or single A. Who, who'd you say? You kind of cut out. Jackson? You said Jackson? Jackson Holiday. Oh, Holiday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he graduated from Stillwater. I coached against him when I was at. Uh, Mustang. Oh yeah, I think he was just—he was just a freshman. So yeah, it's been good to see see some Oklahoma kids that that are doing well. And, you know, obviously his dad was a big leaguer, so mm-hmm. he's got it in his blood, I guess you could say. So, and I guess he's tearing it up. So good for him. Yeah. Hope 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 the best for him. Yeah, I do too, man. Definitely. Yeah. Uh. So what what's on the bucket list? All these places that you have played, what's on the bucket list to play at? Well, I, I've kind of got my fingers crossed that that maybe somehow I can swing this another year. Uh huh. And uh, you know, there's there's talks that maybe next year we may be in a few major league stadiums. Oh, so, sweet. So you know that would be 
be unbelievable to be able to visit a field. You yeah. know, I mean, that's any kid's dream, I think. You know, even me being 35 and not quite a kid anymore, uh, or at least a young kid, that's still still high up there on the list, I guess you could say. So, yeah, uh, it'd be awesome if I could swing this a year. Or, you know, I'll ride it for however long I, my body will hold up and, and my wife will. <laughs> support me doing it yeah. You know, so. yeah so you know my little girl's three so she's eventually going to be up there and i'm going to be wanting to want to do some things that she's going to be wanting to do and mm-hmm. be a part of be there for her so now's the time to do it because she's young so try yeah. to try to ride it for all it's worth yeah um so let me ask you this what's your what's your practice routine because i've seen you do some stuff and i'm like I wonder how many times he practices it, does that, like the backflip. Yeah, well, I've always, you know, I've always been, loved to go to, like, cliff diving back in sulfur uh-huh. cliffs on the lake and love, love going to the pool in the summer. I've always, like, jumping on a trampoline, stuff like that. When I was younger, I always do flips and stuff, enjoy doing stuff like that, just goofing off. So uh-huh. when I got the clown barrel last year, or actually this year, uh, you know, those rodeo clowns do black backflips off those sometimes. So I was like, well, I'll try it. I was a little skeptical at first because I hadn't been, done one a long time. <laughs> I hit it without getting hurt. And, and hopefully, and I, I had a spiel the other day. I don't know if you've seen a TikTok. But maybe, and that's been new for me, too, is this whole TikTok stuff. Because I'm, <laughs> like, I'm a little older. I'm 35. Most of those guys are about 25, 26. And they're in the TikTok game. I'm not I'm not so much, so much there yet. But I've... I tried to venture out, but yeah, I had a spill on it the other day. I down a little, little, little sideways on it, but you know, luckily I hadn't got hurt yet. But as far as practicing that, I, re- I really don't. You know, I'll I'll practice a little bit when I'm home and, and mm-hmm. off and not on the road. I'll go through some bullpens, take some ground balls. But there's really not a whole lot of time to do a whole lot of practicing on my own. Right. Uh, Be at the fire station. Go and do it. Hope for the best. That's all I can, all I can do right now. So, yeah. So are are you out there, Stamp? When y'all win, are you out there with them, uh, with your shirt off, doing the dances? <laughs> oh man, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest dancer in the world. So when they're doing the dancing, I kind of ease it to the back <laughs> because uh, I don't know if anybody wants me out there dancing. But yeah, I'll participate a little bit. But when I can, I'll I'll sneak onto the back. I promise you. Oh man, uh, I saw that. I was like, "What the heck?" Like as soon as it was over, they just started taking their shirts off and dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never know what they're gonna pull off out there. So, do they do like? Do they change it up? Like every game, like with the rotation and everything, or yeah, uh, as far as who plays, is that what you're yeah, at? like, like because I mean, like the stilts, the guy that does the stilts, is he like in it every time, or yeah, I mean, every game he might not get in, uh, you know, it's like my routine is one game, the Friday uh-huh. game, I usually pitch one inning, oh, yeah, and then the Saturday, and then the Saturday game. I'll start at second base for probably around six innings. I'll get one at bat, and when my second at bat comes comes back up, they'll sub in for me. Oh, so yeah. that's cool that I get to do that. But and you know, with everybody else, they kind of have their own little routine. And 
you know, we sub in and out and try mm-hmm. to spread, try to spread everything out as equal as possible, or as I guess the coaches see fit, you know, because mm-hmm. we are still trying to win the baseball game. Right. You know, we're trying to do all these antics, but we're still trying to win the game. It's not like the Harlem Globetrotters where everything stays. Yeah. You know, there's <laughs> going to be a for certain winner and loser. It's like Ace and his jewels off of King of the Hill. No. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's I kind of got my routine, and everybody else has has their routine, and kind of stick with that. We're not we're not real deep; don't have a whole lot of players, so uh-huh. you know we do get shuffled a little bit from time to time, different positions. Somebody gets hurt, you know, somebody might have to fill in for them. Right. So where do y'all try out? Like, where do you do? Where did you do your tryout? Out? Did they come out to OKC, or did you have to go? To Savannah or what? Well, the tryout story is actually a pretty good story. It's, it's kind of long, but we uh. Don't worry, we, we got time. <laughs> don't worry, we got time. Yeah, we got time. We don't have <laughs> no time over here. <laughs> um, so the tryout was in Savannah, mm-hmm. uh, Savannah, Georgia. My wife actually, she's actually like I said, she's the one that encouraged me to go try out. She for our anniversary, she uh, got a hold of the owner. Oh wow! And basically, uh had the owner send me a video uh, inviting me to the tryout, which in my mind really wasn't an invite. It was somebody <laughs> asking for an invite. So I didn't really know how to feel about it. You know, it was awfully nice of Megan, my wife, to do that. It was a cool thing, you know. But I didn't really know how to take it, you know. I was just, well, I don't know if he's serious about it, you know. I kind of creeped up on us the date. I was still kind of kicking around going because – Mm-hmm. I really wanted to do it, but I was, I was kind of like, "There's no way, Matt, that you're going to be able to make this team. You're just going to go out there and embarrass yourself, especially being older and out of the game so long." And she just she went online and and booked me an Airbnb without me knowing. So I <laughs> kind of had to go, and uh, so I said, "All right, well, I guess I'll go." And sure enough, uh, she booked me an Airbnb with a lady there, and I I didn't really realize this that you could book those airbnb and in, in people's houses uh-huh. but they still live there so they're just booking out a room yeah so that's weird. i was like what what is going <laughs> on? you know i expected to go to you know a, an empty house but it was some girl's house in the middle of savannah <laughs> you know I'm, I'm i'm like this is gonna be awful you know and on top of that there's about eight cats there and i, hate, I absolutely hate cats <laughs> So it was just a little. It was a little awkward. The girl was real nice. I hardly talked to her, but just it was just kind of. So, oh man, what's this trip? You know, I, those feelings of me going there and just kind of embarrassing myself. I was it was fueled the fire. You know, like uh-huh. Matt, what are you? What are you doing? You know, and the Uber didn't pick me up that morning of the uh, the tryout. So I had to run to the baseball field to be on time with all my gear. Yeah. You know, it's in rodeo clown, you know, pants. You know what I mean? So yeah. here I am. <laughs> Somebody sees you just <laughs> So here I am running down the street <laughs> in rodeo clown pants and uh and all my stuff and I get there, they don't even have me they don't even have me on the list as a pitcher, which was what I was trying out for. Uh-huh. So I'm like, Oh my gosh. So and the trout was just something else. That's a whole other story how that was set up. It was like no other tryout. You know, you would, I ripped my cleats out of my bag and the, the whole sole of my cleats fall, fell off. Yeah. Uh, so I had to play in my tennis shoes. I mean, everything went wrong. 
And it wasn't until the end of the day that I got, you know, my name was called the pitch. And I said, all right, well, if I'm here and I spent all this effort and time to get here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it my best shot no mm-hmm. matter, you know, what people think or whatever. I'm just going to go do my thing. You know, uh, and I guess they loved, they loved what I did, I guess, or I would <laughs> be on the team. So it was an unbelievable Oh, unbelievable uh, day that I'll never forget. Uh, there was a guy named Bill Lee there who is a, he's 76 years old. He's a good friend of mine now, uh, but he's a, he's a hall of famer for the Boston Red Sox. Really? And, uh, you know, he was old, old guy. I didn't know who he was at the time and he was over there stretching by himself. So I went over there to talk to him because I was like, well, I know I'm not going to fit in with these young guys. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I feel out of police, I know this old man feels out of place. So maybe I can, you know, <laughs> go over there with him and talk to him and get along with him. But I, who, who, I never would have dreamed that that guy would have been a Hall of Famer for the Red Sox. So he was the least, he was the least person that was nervous or, you know, insecure about anything. Yeah. <laughs> so and he was the, he was the first person that came up to me after after I pitched. And um, crazy thing is, I I took this book with me to kind of encourage me. It was. Mm-hmm. A book over Max Patkin, which is a famous baseball clown. I took it because he had kind of had the same feelings about when he first tried to venture out to be a, a baseball clown. He said, well, what if people don't like me? What if people, mm-hmm. you know, don't laugh? So, right. you know, I was kind of having those same feelings, you know, and it kind of wasn't sure how people would take me. So I brought that book with me just for kind of encouragement. And the first, the first name out of that guy's mouth, Bill Lee, when he came up to me, was Max Patkin. Oh, my gosh. Out of that book, which is, to me, that was just, I call it a wink from God, you know, that God was with me. I was about to say, isn't it funny? Where I needed to be, you know. uh, Isn't it funny how God works? (laughs) What's the odds of him saying the name of the book that I had, you know? Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, that he just had recently done an interview with Max that he had passed away and that, mm. that, uh, that he would be smiling down today on, on my performance. And I just broke down and just, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. That's crazy. And yeah. That, that'll be a, that'll be a memory. I'll, I'll never forget. That That's awesome, man. Yeah. So like, so when you got where they were like, when you said how they set the trial, uh, was it like half of it was like, dancing and stuff like see if you could dance yeah, yeah there was a dancing there was a dancing uh station there was uh we had to work with the dancing first base coach and and uh you know he taught us a dance he had to had to do a dance and i'll tell you what what might have saved me is i i got to skip that that station because i was trying out for infield and pitcher so uh-huh. not many guys were doing that so they didn't make me go to that station, so that might have been a blessing right there too. That they didn't didn't have to watch me dance because they <laughs> might have marked me off the list right away if they saw that. I remember when we did our Harlem Shake video at the school. <laughs> I remember the Harlem Shake. That was, <laughs> that was fun. We did a bananas. We got to bring that back. I forgot we did that. Yeah, that was awesome. Was yeah. That, was that the basketball team, or was that was that everybody? I can't remember. I remember I was in a baseball uniform, so it turned upside down. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was every. I think it was all the athletics. 
maybe all athletics. Yeah, the Harlem Shake was big back then. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I think it was John was in the trash can and Jake and Jeff pushed him across the floor. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. The best thing though was when Coach Brown came out and went throwback with his afro and his hardesty warm ups and everything. I was like, what Yeah, the he heck? did, didn't he? I remember that. I had the afro and all. Oh man. Oh, good times. Dude, I look back and well, I can't believe I've been in May, it'll be ten years. Uh, I can't I can't believe it. It's it's flew by like crazy and now kids nowadays in school it's i subbed up at you know burke burnett over there oh by wichita because my wife works in the kindergarten she's a teacher and uh yeah i couldn't believe how kids act nowadays and i was like this one the flu back then <laughs> no textbooks it's all on a computer yeah times times are definitely changing you know they're always changing a little bit as we go you know, your coach has always told you, you know, as well as they told me, you know, time does fly and, and, and enjoy and make the best of, of these four years in high school because, you know, they go by in a hurry. And you look back, and you look back, and sometimes sometimes the the, the, the moments in our life we, we think may be the worst and we, maybe we want to hurry through some of the best times. Definitely. I wish – dude, I wish – I just wish the only thing that I wish I could go back to to is my senior is my junior year when we should have went to state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, I know those feelings too. You know, I think I think everybody has those moments. You know, they wish they can go back, but yeah, you know, we got to be grateful for what we had. You know, there in Chattanooga, you know, Coach Brown was an awesome coach. A lot of lot of good people around, and you know, we grow we grow from from all our experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. it's funny. You know, growing up in Indiahoma and everything, you know, Chatty was like Indiahoma and Chatty were big rivals since two thousand two when Indiahoma beat them out to go to state. And uh, ever since then, you know, growing up, you know. I, I never thought I'd be I'd have the opportunity to be coached by coach, some great coaches, including yourself. And it was just it was it was God definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy. Well, well, thank you for that. I don't know how great a coach I was, <laughs> but you know, I I definitely loved loved you guys and. Uh, would have done anything for you guys you know a lot of times a lot of times we don't realize uh-huh. that when we're young you know just kind of like our parents too you know and and just like parents and coaches we don't always do the do the best thing or the right thing but right. you know i definitely did really love you guys and you know it was a big part of me as a person being down there and and as my first job and growing up and being around good people like Coach Brown, you know that was that was that was good. That was good for me. So, just all part of part of life. Now, are you were you a head coach at El Reno or were you assistant? I was an assistant coach at El Reno uh, under a good 
a good friend of mine that got the head job out there. He called me and uh, and wanted me to come help his infielders. Uh-huh. So I was like, you know what, that that might be better for me because I'm more probably I'm more of a uh, I'd say I'm more of a player's coach. Uh-huh. The assistant the assistant coach role was probably better better fit for my personality when I when I when I came out to Chetty it was my first head job and right. you know I was I was straight out of college and you know uh, I think I think we try to be a lot of times we try to be somebody we're not mm-hmm. uh, and just maybe try to be what we've been taught or what we've seen not truly ourselves and you know I think that kind of hurt me in the head role. I think what probably suit, suited me best was that assistant coach role, and, mm-hmm. or at least for a little bit longer until I kind of matured a little bit and grew up and kind of realized some things. And you know, and eventually I just kind of got got. I just kind of wanted to move on to something different. Mm-hmm. You know, I still still enjoy kids and, and being around, and I always just want to be a be a value wherever I'm wherever I'm at. You know. I right. can't be a value. There's no no sense of being there. But, yeah. but yeah, yeah. How old were you when you came to Chatty? Well, I was just out of college, so I was probably 23, 24 years old, maybe. Really? I'd have been a few years out of college because uh, I was uh, I helped out at my hometown in Salford for two years after school, so. Oh, yeah. So whatever age is about two years after college, I don't know, <laughs> but I wasn't I wasn't real old. Definitely still had a lot to learn, and I still, unfortunately I still got a lot to learn. We we all we're always learning, we're always trying to get better. So I'm trying to think who was that ag teacher. Uh, she was about your age, and she came. Yeah, with, that's oh Kelly Pinnock. First year, golly, I I know her real well. I haven't talked to her in years. She's over in Minco. Oh yeah, and I'm drawing a, and I'm drawing a blank, and I cannot believe oh, I'm drawing a blank. Kelly Pinnock, I just thought about there it. There you go, there you go. You thought of it for me. I can't believe it. I draw blanks with names big time. Yeah, yeah. Me and her came out there the, at first. Uh, at the same time, I came out there, and she was ag teacher. I came in as math coach. I remember we used to, math teacher. I remember we used to tease you. <laughs> Used to tease me. Yeah, we used to tease you about her. About her? Yeah. What? That I was sweet on her or something? Yeah, we used to. Well, you guys knew she had a boyfriend. Yeah, she my had a boyfriend and Minko. She's married to him now. No, we were just—I didn't know anybody. Right. I didn't know anybody at all. So, and she was one of the closest people to my age, and, and she was a good friend to me too. I was down there, but you guys did tease me a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, Dexter man. came in the next year. Yeah. So I seem like I was always buddies with the ag teachers. <laughs> well, I mean, you grew up in southeastern Oklahoma, you know, and it's like, and he's from Tecumseh, wasn't he? Yeah, he's from Tecumseh. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's your area. I understand that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys used to tease me a little bit, but I used to get back <laughs> at you guys because I used to tell you. Everybody used to hate it, but I used to take. You know, they just got a new activity bus, which was real nice. Oh yeah. But I only had I only had ten. We only had ten kids. Yeah. On the baseball team. 
and I'd take the short bus. I'm into that. <laughs> they would, they'd get so mad. I'd say, well, if we win a ball game, I'll take the, I'll take the activity bus. <laughs> but for one, I didn't see no sense in driving that big bus when we had 10. And right. another one is, you know, I was new to driving the, the bus, too, and I was a lot more comfortable driving that little, little short bus. But I guess that was kind of selfish of me. I should have took the big bus. Remember, one bus. It's still funny to look back on. You know, I had a. I had it, our coach in high school. We he didn't have to ever take the activity bus either. We had a nice like, sulfur. He, uh-huh. he took the old. He took the old broken down standard. We called her old lucky. <laughs> and uh, it caught on fire one time. Yeah. Sitting out in the parking lot. I mean, it was it was beat up. But we'd love to make any gains in that thing. We kind of just kind of took on to it and took pride in taking old lucky. It was just kind of ours. So. Well, my senior year, we were uh, we were heading up to playoffs. I think we were heading to regionals or area, and we got up on we were on forty four, and there was this cattle hauler next to us, and the door came open on that cattle hauler, and it slammed into uh it slammed into the bus. Oh, dude, that that was crazy. <laughs> Only in Oklahoma. <laughs> it was. It did some damage. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. I bet. So what? So what's your favorite story from high school? Then what's your favorite? What's your favorite memory from high school? I know you love basketball. Yeah. Uh, probably. And, uh... <laughs> well, my least favorite was probably getting my teeth knocked out, which we didn't discuss that. <laughs> I'll never forget that, dude. I'll never forget that. Uh, Y'all were going to Sentinel for a junior high tournament. And because Zach was telling me, because so I'm in I'm in the cage and I'm soft tossing to John. And, you know, that L screen ain't made for left handers. So, yeah, I'd throw it and I duck and I get back and everything and it'd be all right. But this one ball he hit. I swear it was off a hot. I swear he was using a hot bat, but he hit that ball, and dude, I don't even. All I remember is hearing thump, and then I woke up on the ground, and everyone it was like the sandlot. Everyone was gathered around me, and the thing was, you know, the softball field, you know, is a little bit of ways. Well, I guess uh, Coach McBride saw it, and then he had it over there and. <laughs> I'll never forget, dude. They were like, he said, he said, smile at me. And they were like, and everybody was puking, like almost throwing up and stuff. And I was just sitting there like, what the heck just happened? And I'm sitting there holding my tooth. Well, I guess it was Dustin crossing. Uh, he called Tara and he told Tara, he said, if it's hurt pretty bad, and because my mom was working at the hospital at the time and her and Tara are friends. So Tara was telling her and everything. And uh, so my mom's expecting me to be like my face bastion or something. And she said she saw me hop off the hop out of Nana's pickup. And she's like, then I knew so it wasn't that bad. But yeah, dude, uh, I still have all my original teeth. Um it was it was a it was a blessing. They just pushed them back forward and everything, but yeah, they're still they're still all originals. 
Yeah. Well, he didn't hit it too hard, or they all would have been knocked out. Oh, dude, it was... Maybe he didn't catch his square. <laughs> dude, it, all I heard was ping, and my my front teeth were pushed, like, they were, like, almost down, like, at the back of my throat, almost. Oh, dude. They, they were hanging on by a root. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't do your brother very good the first day of practice. I don't know if he remembers this, or, or he never told this story, but... Uh, and you mentioned him getting hit. It reminded me, of, I believe it was our first day of practice. <laughs> I had the pitching machine up, and, and we were learning to bunt. I was going over bunting with them. Uh-huh. You know, I, you, normally when you set the machine up, you know, you, you test to see where it's going. Right? Mm-hmm. So, and I had done a few times, and it was fairly close, or at least I thought, and I got to talking or whatever, you know, being out there at Chatty in a small town, I was the only coach. I didn't have an assistant coach. So, right. I, you know, I had a lot on my mind doing a lot of different things. You know, was, your brother stepped up there and the block's ready to bunt. And, you know, I had it going pretty hard. You know, it wasn't just real nice and easy. It was pretty decent speed. And sure enough, it went right at him. <laughs> Hit him right in the ribs. First pitch. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to get fired the first day. <laughs> You know, but, you know, he's your brother's pretty tough, so he took it like it wasn't nothing and got right back in there. You know, that's one thing I can say about your brother. He's a tough kid. Well, I'll tell you. Taking one, taking one in the mouth, so. <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, from uh, after you left, dude, from his junior season to his senior season, he had a hundred, probably a, at least a 99 on base percentage because he got hit every time at the plate. Oh, oh, I don't think I taught him to stand in there. <laughs> you taught him how to stand in there, yeah. But yeah, it was, yeah, because I remember that season right before uh, you had your first one because we were coming off, that's when Dino had a summer league team, and we were playing like MacArthur and Elgin and all these big schools. And we were we were hanging with them and everything, and we were excited, and yeah, and then yeah, it was uh, we had a good we had a good team, um, at Chatty. Yeah, it's definitely definitely times I'll never forget. Two years I was down there, it was uh, it's kind of my first time away from home. Uh-huh. Uh, it was, and. uh and boy, was it out there compared to where I was. When I was so, so I definitely had to get out there and grow up a little bit. You're like, oh man, I'm only 45 minutes from Texas. Yep, yep. So we used to run into Wichita every now and then. Oh, yeah. Or Burpinette, I guess. Burpinette's right there. Yeah, well, yeah, Burke's first and then Wichita, but yeah. And, and I just wasn't, I wasn't used to out there uh, because. Where I come from, there's a few trees down there, <laughs> and I literally could, I literally could look out my back door and see Grandfield. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> so it was a little different, but no. oh man! But uh, probably my favorite memory, my senior year. I mean, in high school, was the junior, my junior year when we beat Cheyenne in basketball because. They were number two. I say this all the time. They were number two in the in the state 
undefeated, uh, defending state champs, everything. And yeah, we were unranked and we went into that tournament and beat them by eight. It was one that I'll yeah, never see, forget. See, I didn't go to all the, I didn't get, to, I didn't go to all the away games, but I was uh-huh. always there at the home game for the high school. But, uh, you know, because I worked the concession stand too. So. Uh huh. But I got to watch a little bit, but probably not as much as I should have. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Teddy always had a good, good basketball team. Always real fundamental about the way they operated. Uh, yeah, it, it was always fun to watch you guys play because you guys could you guys could beat teams that that maybe were a little bit more talented just because you did did things the right way and played hard. Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah, they got an old boy from uh, Whitesboro coaching there now. Oh, do they? Yeah, Whitesboro, Texas, Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma, out in your area. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Um, is, is Coach Brown still the superintendent down there? Yeah, so he retired in 2016 after Zach and them left. And uh, you remember Coach Gable from Big Pasture? I sure do. So he, he came to Chatty, and he was there for two or three years, but he's at Duke now. And okay. yeah, it's it's been crazy. But yeah. So who's the superintendent now that Brown's gone? Oh, Coach Brown's still the superintendent. Oh, he still is. I thought you said he retired. He just retired from coaching. Yeah, he retired from coaching. Okay. Yeah. What about what about uh, the principal Higgins? Where where did he end up? So Higdon went to Higdon. There you go, Higdon. Yeah, <laughs> he went to I think Jadel after Jadel's senior year, he went to Grandfield to be the superintendent and. He retired from there, I believe. His wife still works at the school, but uh, he re- he retired from there, and Matlock took it over. And after Matlock, they got a guy from I can't remember. I think he's from Geronimo. Is this will be his first year at Chatty? Gotcha. There's been a lot of changes. There's um, what. I said there's been a lot of changes. Changes? Yeah. I haven't got a Dollar General yet either. Still that little hopping sack? Yeah, still hopping sack. They got a Mexican restaurant now. Well, the guards is Corey's family. They had that Mexican. You talking about that different one, the Corey's family? Yeah, they, uh, so that house right across from the church, the Baptist church, like on the left side, you know? Okay. They turned that into a Mexican restaurant. These guys from this guy from Frederick bought it, and dude, it's good. But yeah, El Fiesta, good? yeah, El Fiesta, they closed down in 2016, 2015. Uh, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Well, they did. It's good. I'm glad they got a restaurant that's pretty good. That'd have been that'd have been handy when I was there because all, <laughs> all I ate was hot, all I ate was hot, hot box from hot hopping sack, and I think I think that's everybody else in Chatty City. So <laughs> in school, you know, yeah, for lunch for sure. Oh, dude, yes, I think it's a pretty good trip in the lot. And, oh, know, yeah, just get some food. So yeah, and cash. And is I like think sure wasn't minutes. cooking back then. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, it was a. Uh, it's, I mean, it's changed a little bit, but I mean, it's still the same, you know. Um, 
same thing. Zach tells Zach's. I'll tell you, Zach's actually a maintenance man at the school now. Oh, is he? So yeah. he's living in Chatty. Yeah. So, my, him and mom were living in Chat, living in Faxon, but they're about to move uh-huh. to Chatty. Okay. Is 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 Zach married or anything like that, or is she married to his music? <laughs> Married to his what? His, <laughs> his guitar? Yeah, to his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I got on there and uh, listened to one of his things on Facebook the other day, and I was blown away. That dude can sing. So yeah. we need to get together and, and try to make make one of his uh, one of his shows coming up. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to look. Maybe get maybe get some of those old chatty boys back together. And, See, yeah. catch up and see how all you guys are doing. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, Keegan and John are both uh, firefighters for Lawton. I know, that's that's pretty much, uh, except for you, that's pretty much the only ones. To him and him, John, John Keegan and, and Chayton. Chayton, I think they were all going to try to be firemen at one time. I had mm-hmm. talked to them. I'll talk to Chayton every now and then. We've been trying to, trying to meet up, but. But yeah, pretty awesome that they're firefighters too down in down in the lot. Yeah, that lot, and I believe so. Pretty good department, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to help out there at Chatty too. I, oh, I don't yeah. know if they do. But. Well, Hay- Hayden's the fire chief at at Chatty. Hayden Crow. Yep. Is he really? Yep, he's the fire chief. Well, he's got one up on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so okay. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Well, I'm gonna have to stop by, stop by sometime. Yeah, I. Uh, who else was on? Who else is on there? There's somebody else. I forgot. But yeah, uh, Hayden. Hayden's the fire chief. Man. Woo! Chattanooga, <laughs> watch out! I hope nothing catches on fire down there. I tell you that. I'm just, I'm just yeah, but uh, yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. Um, there, there's still a lot of people that, like a lot of my class, like people in my class that still live there. Is so, like old Matt Shaw, he still lives in Chatty and everything. And yeah, yeah, he's got three kids now. Yeah, everybody's grown up, I guess. Yeah, got kids and married. It's, it's crazy. Like you say, time flies, don't it? You remember old Jeff Guth, right? Yes, I do remember Jeff. You remember when I'm trying to think he's dating old, uh, Missy back in high school well he ended up marrying Callie Boggess. Oh did he? Yeah he did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then um And they're there in Chatty too? Still? I I think they they might be in Lawton. I don't know for sure. Um I try to I saw all them guys at Matt and his wife's wedding. I saw Christians out in California working in the Electricity. Oh, Phil. Oh, that's right. He's becoming electrician. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, he's out there. He's been out there in California for about two or three years. And yeah, and then oh, uh, oh, awesome. Old Jake. He he uh he's an analysis. He's a credit uh, uh I guess a credit representative. You know, farm credit. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, he does that, and yeah, I tr- I try to stay in ch- touch with all them guys, cause we all for Matt's wedding it was uh 
I got to see them all again, and yeah, it was it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it a little bit harder to stay in touch once you get older, but oh yeah, it's always worth it if you can put in the work to try to try to see each other and still maintain those relationships. Because I really am a big believer that you know we as men need those good relationships like that, you know, and people to talk to and hang out with. It's, it's important. Yeah. I, uh, I say, of course, it's, it's hard for me now, you know, being up here, being down here. Um, but I mean, I, I stay in touch with them and everything trying to, but yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, Coach Brown's been a blessing to Zach for his music because he can tell Coach Brown, hey, I need to be gone this day, this day, this day. Coach Brown, without without any, any hesitation, he's like, okay. Um, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, he that's took nice a, to have that flexibility. Yeah, he took a two-week two tour from uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico, all the way up to Anaconda, Montana. Him and wow. him and three other guys. And well, is he gonna have anything? Is he gonna have anything here close at, at any point? I mean, you're coming up or anything? Uh, Next few months. I'll have to look. I'll have to look, and I'll uh, I'll definitely let you know. Um, he's been playing a lot in Texas, uh, down in Fort Worth and everything, and um, he got to go. He's He's got a he's got a single out right now on Spotify and Apple and everything, um, but he uh, he worked with the guy got the opportunity to work with the guy that was a actual producer, and they're they're waiting to get it all back and it'll be out probably probably around the fall time you know maybe winter but yeah he's been busy dude. <laughs> awesome i had to look you had to look him up yeah follow him a little bit more close yeah he's uh he's open he opened for let's see he opened for casey donahue he opened for uh wow that's my favorite back in the day yeah he's he's open for a couple couple others i can't think of them right off but yeah he's uh he'll call me up and he'll be like hey i'm going to this 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 you want to go he just kind of lets you tag along and bring it, bring you with him. Uh, oh yeah, on these tours, on these tours. Yeah, dude. Back in the day, before before I met my wife and everything, uh, every every time I uh, I was with him. Every time we went up to let's see, we've been we went up to like Hennessy and everything up north, and then you know we've been as far as like Fort Worth and stuff. But yeah, it's uh it's been uh That's all. yeah. It's it's been it's been nice. He's he's really he's really coming up there. Hey, I bet that was a, that's a good time. That's a good time. It's good of him to let you tag along with him and spend a little time, a little brother time. And yeah. yeah, I bet that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, he's played in the he's played in Stillwater a few times. I'm trying to think if he's played in the city. Or around the city, I can't. I can't think of anything right off, but yeah. Now, do you live in? Do you live in the city, or do you live in like a like 
Southern. Right outside the city in Yukon. Oh, oh, Yukon. Yeah, Yukon. So we lived here about, I don't know, probably five, six years. That's a nice town. We'd like to get out a little bit closer to smaller town. I bet. I'd like my, I'd like my little girl to kind of experience small, a little bit smaller town growing up in and going to school in. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Her mom is from Dallas, so she's used to she's used to the big school and the city, so Oh, where'd she go to school at? She went down she went to Plano, Texas is where she got oh, okay. from. And we met at OCU, Oklahoma City University. I actually started talking to her when I was coaching down in Chattanooga. Oh yeah? It's the first time me and her kinda of started talking and we were always just friends and when I moved up here to here to El Reno, which is right outside the city. She uh, had happened to move from Plano up to to Oklahoma City. To she started a job with News Channel Nine. Oh wow! Uh, she wanted to be a sports broadcaster, uh-huh. uh, but that didn't work out for her. She didn't really pursue it. It's hard to it's hard to get those jobs. There's not very many yeah many of those. So, but yeah, when she moved up here, we started dating, and several several years later, we got married. So. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Here we are in Yukon. So, <laughs> so is she still work for in like the TV business or? She uh she's done a few things. She worked for News Channel Nine and then News Channel Four. Mm-hmm. She just wrote. She wasn't on TV. She just wrote online articles and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, but she was kind of pursuing broadcasting. That's what she really wanted to do. But she would have had to go to a smaller market to do that. And she didn't want to do that. We were getting kind of serious too, and mm-hmm. uh, talking about marriage. And she started doing. She worked for the professional professional soccer team here in town. Uh, oh yeah, as like an on on uh, on field kind of host type stuff. Oh, that's cool. And then she started this teaching. She got a job teaching here at Mustang, and she was teaching broadcasting. Really? So they had a broadcasting class. So. She's taught broadcasting, and now she stays home with our little three-year-old daughter uh, named Rayleigh. Oh, yeah. Which is, she is a wild one. Is she? <laughs> oh, yeah. Take... I try to tell her she's got her mama's attitude and, and, and my energy level. <laughs> she's ready to go all the time and play, but she's got that she's got her mama's attitude. So I did a little. She, I did a little break. tell you how it is, three years old. <laughs> I did a little broadcasting myself. Uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, I got lucky enough. I don't, I don't know how. I started out. Uh, you remember that? There used to be that go kart track out there in Lawton, out there by Goodyear. Okay. And there he, he put on Facebook that he was looking back when Facebook you could post jobs, and it said announcer. Well, I never announced in my life, but. I was like, I called the dude up and I was like, hey, I said, I see that you're looking for an announcer. And I told him my name and he's like, oh, yeah, you're related to so-and-so. He said, yeah, come on out. So I went out there and next thing I know, I had the gig. I did that. How about that? I did that uh, for about a year or two. Eh, about Actually, no, about several, several months. And then... Uh, one of the... Well, you know, that's pretty brave. I mean, not many people could do that, you know? Just right. 
not not knowing, you know, never done it, and just just go mm-hmm. for it. You know, I commend you for that. That's awesome. That's pretty brave stuff right there. Yeah, and then uh, out of nowhere, I got a call from this guy that uh, was the promoter at the track here in Wichita, and it's like it's a bigger bigger track and everything, and he was like. He said, uh, "He said, do you mind coming and announce it for us?" And I was like, "Yeah, I, I, I don't mind or nothing. Pay was gonna be better and everything." Because he said, "You're coming from Oklahoma." He said, "I'll give you more pay and everything." And so I went and did that. Did that for a couple, couple years. About a couple. Uh, thing about announcing though, it's, it's really, I've learned this. I guess because I was young and because I had, I had several, there's a video on YouTube I still use to this day, like when I put something out, like trying to talk to somebody about it. Um, it's got like over 150,000 views or something, but it's, it's me calling on this race. But so then I, I was, I lost, Lost that gig, unfortunately, because they went to, they want to go another way. But so then I saw I just got to thinking I was like, I wonder if uh, they need me. I wonder if any of the radio stations need somebody to do football or basketball or something. So um, I contacted uh, 94.9 and the guy was like, yeah, come on in and. I told him my experience and everything, and he said, okay. He said, we'll start you on uh, Hershey basketball, men's basketball. And I was like, all right, sweet. Well, that was right up your alley. <laughs> yes, it was. And these kids, these guys at Hershey, it, they, oh, my gosh. One of them right now, he's, uh, he's going to be playing at USC, and then another one's going to be playing at SMU. But – so we go on and they end up making a run to the regional tournament. And dude, let me tell you, that was the best experience. I felt like I was official. So we get there. It's at, it's at Lubbock Christian. And so they had where I was supposed to set up. I go down there. They've got my name. They've even got, uh, my wife was spot to sit next to me. I got a press pass, um, the whole nine yards, you know, and it was, it was really fun. It was really cool to do that. And then COVID hit and everything. And when that, when that hit, uh, Archer city, uh, my wife's alma mater, they were looking for somebody to call. They were going to try to stream the games on this deal. And they were looking for somebody to announce. And so I did that for the rest of the season, which that was, that was awesome. And then I also did Hershey football, which I was really cool getting to see the bigger schools. Dude, I went to this one stadium in Anna, Texas. I'll never forget it. Anna's about 4A. Dude, their stadium was, oh my gosh. The press box was like a professional one. Like everything was, it was big old, uh, big old like picture window just so you could see out and everything. And man, it was, it was pretty cool. But yeah, 
so I uh, I did a little broadcasting myself. So and then are I started. Doing doing, any, are you still doing anything like that? Uh, not at the moment. No, I haven't. Yeah. People told yeah. me to get back in it, but I I haven't. Um, well, that's that's pretty awesome. Just how that one one thing turned in, you know, to everything else. You know, that's how that's how that's how it happens sometimes. Yeah, going out on a limb and you know putting yourself out there and maybe trying something new or uh-huh. or you know you just you never know you never know where life's gonna take you. <laughs> well, that's like that's like this this is right here. I mean, like, dude, I never would have thought in a million years I'd. I did this and I think I did my, this will be my 62nd episode, I think. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been a, it's been a process, but we've, we started out, we were just recording, uh, like I had, uh, let me see, I had Cody Hibbert on here. That was the first band I had. And then I had Colby Cooper. And I had, yeah. uh, I had the Powell brothers and I had Cody West also on here. And of course I had Gannon Freeman and them boys, but yeah, uh, from Walters. But and then I got lucky and, uh, uh, not lucky. I was blessed. One of my buddies, the uh, last year he asked me, he's like, Hey, he said, do you want all, do you want this mic and stuff? He said, because I'm not going to use it. And he said, just give me 50 bucks and you can have it all. And I was like, all right, sweet. So, yeah, we're a, we're a little bit more official now and sounds a lot better and everything. But, yeah, it's been awesome. it's been a long road, but we're nowhere near finished. <laughs> well, well, I'm glad to hear you're going good. And, and uh, you know, I appreciate you having me on. Sounds like you're enjoying doing it. As long as you're doing that and can uh, you know help any others in any type of way, I say keep on doing. Keep on keeping so. on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, well, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. I know it's been a little little struggle trying to get it, but I totally forgot to get back with you when we uh, talked about it the first time. Yeah, it's been it's been hectic. I know we've talked quite a few times, but. You know, it's it's been hard for me. Schedules match, matching up. But right. I didn't want to didn't want to jump on with you. Uh, you know, it's it's good catching up. But, you know, talking to you. And glad I could glad I could contribute to it. So yeah, I appreciate you know, it, man. Wish you nothing but the best. Tell your mom I said hi. Tell your brother I said hi. Uh, you know, I miss you guys. Will. And, and uh, thank a lot of you. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on again, and good luck. Uh, don't don't throw your arm out or nothing. <laughs> I'll do my best. All right, don't break your neck. I'll <laughs> <laughs> see you. All right, buddy. Well, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of the Awesome and Interesting Everyday People Podcast. I want to thank again Coach Wolf for coming on today. That was definitely a good time and uh if you haven't yet go check him out on youtube or where you could view videos of him pitching because i've never seen some of the pitches he's thrown in a baseball game and if you don't know what the savannah bananas are about if you've never heard of them and you're wondering emmett what are these banana savannah bananas you're talking about 
Try saying that five times fast. But uh, you need to go check them out. You can go watch many videos. And if you're able to, go look at, uh, get on the website. And if you can, get your tickets. Because let me tell you, they sell out every stadium across this great country. But that being said, until we meet here again, we'll see you next time right here on the awesome and interesting Everyday People Podcast. Good night, everybody.